Welcome to the Swimming Ideas Podcast number 15, 11 Reasons to Start Swim Lessons. My name is Jeff, and I will be your host for today. Let's get started. Today we have 11 reasons to start swim lessons. Now these are 11 reasons for your child or for you as an adult to begin swimming. And we feel that these are some excellent, excellent points that you can use to motivate yourself or your children to participate in swim lessons. We're going to begin with number one, safety. It is super important to learn how to swim, and it is super important because you can die. If you fall in the water and you don't know how to swim, it is possible that you can drown. Now, I don't mean to make light of this, but it seems so obvious. Uh, it is should be clear. Uh, it is a very serious thing that if you fall into water that you are unable to swim in, you may panic and drown. And that's a terrible, terrible thing to happen. And we want to avoid that as much as possible. And we can do that by educating ourselves on how to swim. Now, learning how to swim is a skill that we learn to do and that allows us to overcome the dangers of being in the water. So why should we learn to swim? USA Swimming has an excellent description of it on their website, usaswimming.org. And in brief part, they say that uh, it is important to teach swimmers to be safe in the water uh, so they can safely interact with it in, a, in, a, in an environment that is not detrimental to their immediate health. So for uh, children ages 1 to 4, they say that drowning is the leading cause of death in those ages for children. So in many places in the United States, most 1 to 4 year olds die from drowning. And this is entirely preventable, especially with um, proper observation by the parents, but also because it's a teachable skill that we can do and we can engage in to save their lives. So research shows that children who learn water safety skills reap benefits in overall cognitive and physical and emotional development, and it may save their lives. So primary in this is that it will save their life. It is a safety skill that we can teach. We can actually train someone how to not be hurt or die in the water just by teaching them. So uh, we should do all that we can to promote this uh, with our children and even in adults uh, to promote safety. So being safe in and around the water is our number one concern. So that's why it's number one. The first reason why you should start to swim lessons is so you can save yourself and your children uh, from potentially drowning. And number two, it is a life skill. So tied into the safety thing, once you learn how to swim, you know it for life and you can uh, use it uh, for the rest of your life and to have fun and uh, enjoy the, the, the benefits of swimming. So you will have a lifelong skill that you develop and once you learn how to do it, you don't generally forget how to swim. It is a lifelong skill that you can keep doing uh, throughout your lifetime. Number three, it opens opportunities. Now, if you don't know how to swim, chances are that you do not go into the water with uh, anyone for any reason because you're afraid of the water. 
Now, being able to swim or knowing how to swim or being comfortable in and around the water will open up opportunities for you and for your children. So you can swim with your friends, you can go boating without fear of falling overboard, you can go to beaches, uh, being able to swim in water over your head, uh, you can go surfing, uh, you can go boating, um, you can swim at pools, at swimming pools at your local pool. So you can avoid anxiety or fear of being in and around the water. So if your friends or your family ask you to go swimming with them over the weekend or when you have a day off, you won't be disinclined or or deny that experience because you know how to swim and you're not going to be afraid of participating in those swimming events so it will open up opportunities for you number four weightlessness is a good feeling now this is kind of an, an interesting comment here but when you get in the water uh there's the buoyancy the water is it, it makes you weigh less so uh, it accommodates for both people that are not fit and people that are fit. So water uh, will actually, read when you're immersed in water, so when you're in the water up to your waist, your body, your bones and your muscles only support about 50% of your total weight. So if you weigh 200 pounds and you walk in the water uh, up to your waist, then your body is only supporting what feels like 100 pounds. So the way the water, uh, the density of the water kind of lifts, it diffuses the weight that your body has to support just on the land. So it kind of negates the effect of gravity in a little way. So what you have is less strain on your joints, on your knees, on your hips, and it makes you feel weightless in a way. When you get up to your chest, and which might be a little uncomfortable for people who don't know how to swim, but when you do know how to swim and you can get chest deep, so uh, around your uh, pecs and your heart, uh, you're only supporting about 25 to 35% of your weight. So if you weigh uh, 200 pounds, you're only supporting about 50 pounds, um, which is fantastic. So you're, you're basically relieving your muscles and your bones of about 150 pounds of weight. And if you go all the way up to your neck, then you're only supporting about 10% of your body weight. So if you're 200 pounds, you're only supporting about 20 pounds of weight, which is just the weight of your head. So that's a pretty exciting number here is that when you're in the water, you get this sensation of being weightless and that can really have healthy benefits for you uh, if you suffer from arthritis um, and if you have any other you know, muscular issues or muscular dish or, or uh, bone issues. Um, or inflammation, this can really help you feel relaxed and be able to feel a sensation of weightlessness. Now, this is important uh, because it's a reason to start swim lessons because you're going to need to be comfortable and safe in the water before you can experience comfortably this sense of weightlessness. So if you are going to be comfortable going up to your neck in water, you're going to need to know how to swim, how to recover from getting that close to putting your face in the water. So you'll need to know how to swim in order to get the benefits of this weightless good feeling. So we move on here to number five. Swimming is a healthy, low-impact sport. So if you learn how to swim, or your child learns how to swim, they're going to have an opportunity to engage in this really, really healthy sport that doesn't have any of the degenerative or impact uh, 
negatives of other sports. So running, every time your foot hits the ground, you have this impact. You have this collision of your foot onto the ground. And that sends uh, vibrations up your knees and your muscles, and it can lead to repetitive injury stress or stresses on your bones. Um, there, or if you play tennis, uh, every, the starting and stopping, the quick moving uh, on your legs and your arms, or basketball or baseball, they're all impact. Your body is hitting the ground when you're moving, and that can lead to injury. Swimming doesn't have that. There's no impact in the act of swimming. It is actually a very, you're weightless, you're pushing against resistance. Uh, the biggest issues from swimming come from your shoulders and swimming improperly. So if you go to swim lessons and learning correct technique, you're not going to have any of these impact-related injuries. And that's a great alternative if you're looking for a low-impact sport. Now, as an adult, if you have something like osteoporosis or if you have uh, issues with bone density or joints or arthritis, swimming gives you a great opportunity to participate in, a, in an action or a sport without any of the negative side effects of running on a hard surface or moving around on, you know, hitting things like uh, by pushing off the ground with your feet uh, or uh, doing push-ups. You know, there's no impact here. So it's, it's, it's a great healthy low-impact sport. Uh, number six, swimming is a great aerobic activity. It is excellent for your heart health. Now, when I was doing some research for this podcast, I came across an article that said that swimming, when you're swimming, your heart beats about 19 beats less during a high-intensity workout than it would on land. Now, I didn't see any backup for that, but the logical progression that I can come to from this statement is that when you are working out on land, so not underwater or on the surface of the water, is that your body needs to work, your muscle, your heart needs to work a little bit harder, about 19 beats per minute, faster uh, or more, to accommodate for the stress of your workout, so your on land workout. And my guess is that what this is coming from, this that it beats 19 times less per minute when you're doing the same intensity in the water, is that the weightlessness that you have because the reduced body stress or, or the stress of the weight on your body uh, by being in the water, that reduced reduction in body weight on your body allows the blood to flow a little bit easier through your body. Now, I don't know if this is a scientifically proven thing. I, I don't have an attribution for this, but that's my guess is where this, this statement came from. Um, but that aside... Swimming is an excellent aerobic activity because you're constantly moving. You're using all parts of your body, your arms, your legs, your body, um, your core. Everything is engaged when you're swimming. Uh, and you can really get your heart rate moving and keep it at a consistent uh, high level if you choose or if you're able to. Um, you can also stop really easily, um, just like you can on land. But swimming is an excellent way to uh, use your whole body to really get a great cardiovascular workout um, because you can um, use all parts, all of your limbs are engaged at the same time. So it is a great aerobic activity and it's excellent for your heart health. Number seven, you learn life skills. So swimming teaches these excellent life skills, especially to younger people. So for children uh, ages one, two, up to 10, 
Swimming is excellent because it is, has this foundation, this teaching swim lessons, it has a foundation in repetitive actions. So doing something over and over again actually makes you better and better at it. And this is a great life lesson to learn, and it's a great life skill. Uh, knowing that if you practice and you practice and you practice, you can see these tangible increases in performance and ability. And I'll give you a few examples here, uh, but foremost in your mind when you think about this, learning life skills, foremost in your mind, think about that hard work has a tangible payoff. And that's a great skill to kind of understand and know at an early age. So if I, you know, if I study really hard, if I put the effort into making good notes and reviewing my material, I'm going to do well on this test. And they can, you know, that can be translated from swimming. So here's an example. For a level one, or let's say it's a level two. And by level two, we define those people as uh, the swimmers that can go underwater on their own and they're comfortable doing a front glide or a back glide with support. So they're learning how to do glides on their own. And in episode or podcast number 11, uh, using progressions, we talk about how we do these incremental steps to or progressively teach swimming skills. So we'll use this as an example for this life lesson, this repetition, how hard work has a payoff. So if you are comfortable being held doing a front glide, you get your face in the water. We start out close. So you can put your hands on our shoulders, put your face in the water, push off with us, and we're gonna do a front glide together. And that's kind of the first step. And then we're gonna step one step away. And we're gonna initiate the glide with the instructor one step away. So the swimmer is gonna do their front glide to the instructor, and then the majority of the glide will be supported with the instructor, but initially it was without support. And so, even without explicitly saying this, our swimmer is understanding that they have taken one step. So initially they did it completely with support. The second time they did it without support at first, but then it was supported. So they've already made that leap of doing something rep repetitively. It's the same skill, but they've done it two or three or four or five times, and they've increased the difficulty incrementally in the small amount, and they've progressed in their, their ability. So, and, and this is a really simple, small step, but it has a profound effect because we now have this tangible experience of... I didn't do it without, I, I've never done it without support before, but now I did. And then the next time, when we've done that repetitively enough, we can move on a little bit farther. So instead of one step away, the instructor is going to be two steps away. And then the swimmer is going to have to get to the instructor by themselves a little bit farther. And eventually our goal is to progressively move farther and farther away. So they're going farther and farther distances on their own, and they're not going to need support at some point at all because they're going to learn over time that they can achieve these goals of swimming by themselves by hard work by repetition so there's this life skill that you can learn you know however sideways or subtly that putting in hard work doing things over and over again has a payoff of greater benefit let's move on to number eight of the 11 reasons to start swim lessons they will be more successful in their 30s when they start doing triathlons. So if you get your child 
invested in swim lessons at a young age. They'll have this confidence and this knowledge of how to swim throughout their life. And when they get in their 30s and they start really doing the triathlons hard and really getting involved with running and biking and swimming as these healthy, wonderful sports, um, and then they start challenging themselves by participating in these triathlons, which we've seen a huge uptick in, uh, they're going to be more successful in these triathlons. Now, the hardest part for most people is the swimming. And it, it's because it's a skill. I mean, you just have to spend time learning it. You know, you can hop on a bike and be decent at it just by uh, doing it. It's the same thing with swimming. You just got to spend a little bit more time in the water with a, you know, the right skill and the right correction and instruction, and you're going to be successful at swimming. So when you begin doing your triathlons, or if you're an adult and you're looking to start swim lessons, you know, get started now and just practice, and you'll eventually you'll be much better and a little more improved on your swimming and in your triathlon. Now this is a good opportunity to talk about our uh, website, swimminglessonsideas.com. We have lesson plans for sale uh, at the website, talk, and it gives you a guide on how to uh, teach a swim lesson. But what's also on there is are these detailed skill sheets. So if you're looking to get into swimming, you can use these detailed skill sheets to kind of walk yourself through how to teach yourself swimming. So we have streamline, we have front glides, back glides, breaststroke kick, breaststroke arms. We'll be working on freestyle, uh, the catch, how to do the arms, how to do the kick, backstroke, same thing, and butterfly. So if you are interested in learning how to swim, or if you're interested in teaching swimming, these lesson plans are a fantastic uh, guide and resource for you to start teaching your lessons effectively, or to start learning how to swim. Uh, you can use these detailed skill sheets for your instructors, for training, or for your participants. So definitely check them out, swimminglessonsideas.com. All right, number nine of the 11 reasons to start swim lessons. Uh, number nine, that awesome swimmer body. <laughs> so if you know how to swim and if you eventually get into the sport of swimming, uh, you th I think you know what I'm talking about, that V-shaped back, the large arm and back muscles, the big lats, the triceps that make your arms look big, uh, the toned abs for men. Uh, for women, it's the lean, long body, the tall, broad shoulders, uh, the uh, strong forearms, strong legs. You know, you can get that hard, awesome, wonderful swimming body body if you put the effort in, if you put the time in. So if you don't know how to swim, you can probably do some other skill or uh, activities or actions to get that swimmer body, but swimming is absolutely going to give you that toned, awesome body uh, if you put the time in and you make it your primary sport. So uh, not everyone's going to get to that point, but if you are interested in that, that's definitely an opportunity for you. So number nine, that awesome swimmer body. Number 10, if you join a team, you're going to make friends and be a part of that team. So one of the big draw points for swimming and for a swim team, whether it's a club team or a competitive team or just on the swim team in high school or middle school, you're going to get a nice group of friends that you're going to associate with and be with uh, in, in a healthy and fun way. So if you go to swim meets, you have a lot of time to socialize and be part of a team that's unique. Not everyone knows how to swim. Not everyone can swim well. 
So if you want to start swimming lessons later on, you might get this opportunity to be a part of a social group uh, that's really exciting and exclusive, and you know they're generally awesome people. So you can make friends and be a part of a team. And the last number 11 reason to start swim lessons, it will remove your fear. So if you're afraid of swimming or if you're afraid of the water, participating in swim lessons and learning how to swim will give you this great opportunity to get rid of that fear. And you won't have to be afraid of being in and around the water anymore. Now, as a parent, you might want to get rid of that fear preemptively by getting your child engaged in swim lessons now. Get them started in swim lessons, and then they won't later on be afraid of the water. They'll have this life skill, uh, which was number two, uh, to swim and be safe in the water and not be afraid of it. These are the 11 reasons to start swim lessons brought to you by the Swimming Lessons po- Swimming Ideas podcast at episode number 15. Uh, if you have questions or if you want to ask or add anything to the discussion here, please make a comment. Uh, swimming ideas, swimminglessonsideas.com or connect with us on Twitter at Swimming Ideas. My name is Jeff. You can contact me at jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com or you can connect with me on Twitter at Swimming Ideas. This is a good time to let you know, uh, remind you that we uh, do have lesson plans for sale on our website. And I'm working on an ebook. Now, it looks like the ebook is going to be on games to play in swimming and what you can do to create fun and engaging games on the fly on your own. So, if you're interested in this ebook, please send me an email. Just let me know that you're interested in it so I can get it pushed out a little quicker. Uh, that is jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com or you can connect with me on Twitter at swimmingideas. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon.